I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, this is a truck talk. I am leaving the last property of the day. I did three leaf cleanups today, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you realize that Michigan has the time change, so it gets dark here at about 530 it is 20 after 4, so I don't have enough time to squeeze in another one because my next two are quite big. So I don't have enough time to squeeze in another one. And my way to the next one is blocked. So any way I look at it, I am running into a literal or figurative barrier and so I can't get to my next leaf cleanup from where I'm at right now. They're working on a railroad track crossing uh, that leads to the other job that I need to do and so in order to get to that job I got to go way around and it's just not worth it. It's not worth the time to run out there and do a little bit of work on it uh, with about an hour left of daylight today. So I'm just going to head home and since I'm heading home, I thought I'd talk to you today. Um, it has been a busy week. Uh, I know I haven't put out many podcast episodes lately, uh, but it's just been crazy trying to get lawns done um, after the Equip Expo. That week with the leaves coming down, we had a bunch of rain and the rain brought leaves down. And so while I was getting in my last cuts, I was also mulching a bunch of leaves and doing partial leaf cleanups. So it just took a long time. It took me two weeks to finish up my last week of lawn cuts. So it just is the way it is. Um, now we got our really hard frost and it brought down a ton of leaves, a ton of leaves. Now they're not all down by any means, but a lot of my properties, the leaves are completely down. So I'm going around doing those. And as I've talked about before, I just continually go around and mulch leaves. So every, every day I'm mulching leaves somewhere uh, just to keep up with the leaves because for me, like I've said in the past, I don't have a leaf loader or anything like that. Don't have a dump trailer, nothing. So I have to mulch all my leaves. And then if, if there's any excess that can't be worked into the grass, I have to bag that up. So it just is the way it is. It's the way I have to do my leaf cleanups here. And so everything has just taken so long. And um, yesterday was super windy. Uh, we had 20 mile an hour winds. That does not bode well for cleaning up leaves. So yesterday I did a massive driveway repair job. Um, and so that was great to get off the books and get that done. Um, the, the homeowner was super happy with the job that I did and just um, thankful and overjoyed that I got it done before winter. Uh, and we're going to get rain all day tomorrow. So that's going to kill leaf cleanups for tomorrow and for Thursday. But 
because I have the vent track and because I have the ability to make money when it, things are wet out with driveway repairs, I am actually going to go and repair the driveway and the parking lot at my church. Um, this one I'm doing for free uh, because it is my church and because they've given so much to me just with, you know, input into my life and so much stuff. Of course, I'm going to repair that for free. Um, you know, I don't need the money from that. It is my pleasure to fix that for the church. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, it is in desperate need of repair and uh, it's just got to be done. They looked into getting gravel put on it, which they didn't consult me before um, getting an estimate for gravel, which is fine. They don't need to do that. But um, they found out that it is very expensive to put gravel down. They were looking at $20,000 to put gravel just on a circle driveway. That about 20 grand. Um, just crazy, crazy money. And they may still need to put some gravel down. Uh, it is low. I, I do know that from looking at it. I know that it's low. I, and they probably, in the next year or two, will definitely... Excuse me, guys. <coughs> Whew, I am really dry and dried out with all the dust from the leaves. Um, they will definitely need to get some gravel put on it in the next couple of years. Uh, they're just going to have to bite the bullet and get that done. And it, it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow because it is a lot of money. But it just it's going to have to be done at some point. But right now, uh, what we need to do is fix the potholes, fix all the all the damage that has is current on the driveway before you put any kind of gravel down. And so that's the first step in repairing a driveway. You got to fix the driveway first because if you just put gravel on it, you're just going to have the same problems coming back. And we don't want that. So I'm going to fix it up. I'm going to do my best to get the gravel pushed to where it needs to be. Um, we it's a, it's a country church. So we have a sidewalk out front of the church. But that's it. Everything else is gravel. Um, and we have a grass yard. Um, so And it's a circle drive. So the drive goes behind the church. And there's two entrances to the drive. Uh, so this it won't take me too long to repair it. But um, there is one huge pothole that has just been existing for a long time. It needs to be repaired. We've also got where someone drove through uh, part of the yard. We do park in the, in the grass, but um, the grass, usually it doesn't get, doesn't get tracked up or anything. But one, somebody did run into the yard right by this pothole and it did leave big tracks so I'm going to try to attempt to fix that too with the power rake while I'm there. So that's coming up this week, probably Thursday. Um, I'm going to go out there and get that fixed up for them. So that's kind of looking for, looking back and looking forward. Um, I had an awesome time at the Equip Expo. It was a lot of fun. 
Uh, and it's been back to reality here for the last couple of weeks, and it's been tough uh, just working and getting things done. But I'm thinking about a lot of things. I'm thinking a lot about a lot of changes that I need to make with my business, thinking about changes that maybe I should make and I haven't decided yet. Uh, lots of different stuff. Um, regarding the mowing side and regarding the Ventrac side and re uh, involving the, the snow removal side because that's coming up too. I've got to get the snow contracts out. I haven't done that yet. I just haven't had time to work on it. It's been super busy and I just haven't had time to work on the snow contracts and I need to rewrite them or re-estimate them or whatever because my prices are going up. And so I've got to get that done in the next week uh, for snow. And it's just tough. Everything is just really tough right now. Trying to get everything done, trying to get all the work done, all, everything squared away for winter. And I was talking to my wife this morning and just asked her the question, you know, should I just get out of snow? Um, last year, I probably made somewhere around 15000 in snow, which you guys that do snow are like, what? Uh, that's like a drop in the bucket. And I get that. I get it. Um, that's not a lot. Most of mine are driveways. And so that's where... I'm at right now. I do have a couple of uh, parking lots, but not anything huge. Um, I watched Brian Fullerton's uh, uh, video on YouTube on pricing snow, and his numbers, the what he's charging for snow, I mean, that's awesome. Those numbers are awesome. I would love to be able to charge that. And in fact, I used some of his advice and priced out a uh, an estimate for a lot that I had here and of course they the price was too high for them and they are sticking with their current person um, around here in Lansing guys I don't know if they just don't know how to price it or what have you but it's really low like it's really low and um, people just don't want to pay it they just don't want to pay it. And I understand it's a lot of money, but I'm mitigating their risk. You know, I'm I'm their risk management, but they they just do not want to pay that price for snow removal. And I get it. Um, it, it just is what it is. Oh, my goodness. I have been getting so many phone calls today, guys. It is unreal. The scammers, the, the, the telemarketers, it's just been unreal today. I think I counted 11 phone calls today, and none of them, well, one of them was a potential customer. Um, it's just unreal. I block every single one of them, and I get call after call after call all day, all week. It has gotten so much worse since the government passed this legislation to where you have to have this little software thing whatever to mass text someone or to call someone it's just it's ridiculous it is awful i get text messages now spam text messages hey we want to lend you money just 
message after message after message. It's ridiculous. I don't know why the government did this stupid thing because it has made the spam calls and the telemarketer calls go through the roof. And I am just sick of it. I'm just so tired of it. Just, it's unreal. Anyway, that's not here. Any, it's nothing. Uh, that's not what I wanted to talk about today. But, um, man, I don't remember what I was talking about now. Anyway, we're going to keep going here. Uh, so, it has been a long couple of weeks, but, oh, I remember. Snow. Uh, it... <laughs> People just don't want to pay what I need to charge around here, uh, what I think I'm worth, what my service is worth. And there's so many people in my area, just individuals who don't carry insurance, who don't carry any kind of liability insurance at all. Um, they're out there with a truck and a plow just for beer money, seems like, and they're plowing driveways and parking lots. and they're they're just like with the mowing i mean they're the they're the low baller guys and so there's a ton of them around here um i live in a town where there was somebody before he took his own life um he was offering to plow driveways for ten dollars a pop ten dollars to plow a driveway uh the, the, the kicker was, though, he wouldn't get out of the car. He wouldn't get out of the truck or anything like that. So you're, you're not getting your walk shoveled. You're not getting any of that stuff done. But he will, he'll plow your driveway for $10. And people were eating that up. Of course. Of course they would. Because um, then the, the little kids from around the neighborhood will come around and shovel your walks for 10 bucks. So you got a full, a full service a snow removal for 20 bucks you know and i'm i'm out here trying to charge 60 it just uh, people don't go for it they don't go for it and so it's difficult snow removal here is very difficult it's a race to the bottom and these guys they're run a lot of them are running around with junk trucks um they run them for a year or two. You know, it's a $4,000 truck that they threw an old plow on. And they're running it for two years if they can get that out of it. And and they they just go buy another one. And, it, you know, for me, it's difficult. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. But I am thinking, you know, I'd be a lot happier just getting out of the snow removal. Because, number one, I could sell my plow I could sell my salter that right there is probably today it's probably 14 grand so those two things together I could get 14 grand out of that my truck I could sell my truck and and get into something much older which where I don't have to have a payment or anything like that and I could sell my truck I looked it up this morning on Kelly Blue Book. I could sell this truck for a little over 40 grand. So I could sell my truck and the plow and the salter all in for 55, 60 grand. And and it's the truck's only got 35,000 miles on it. So it's not I mean it's I and I've had it for 3 years. So it's not it's not been abused. 
so, I mean, I, I was looking at uh, used trucks last night. I, you're hard-pressed to find a truck, a 2500, with uh, 130, 40, 50,000 miles on it for less than 20 grand on Facebook Marketplace. I mean, these trucks have rust. They, they're in terrible condition. They want 20 grand for these trucks. And it's crazy. It's just outrageous. So I'm thinking, you know, it'd probably be better just to hold on to the truck. Just to hold on to the truck and, and you know, just keep it and pay it down and maybe sell it in a couple of years or whatever. But right now to get into a reliable truck for less than 10 grand is probably not going to happen. So, you know, I was just talking to my wife this morning and we were like, well, got to run the numbers and we'll just see what, what you could save. Because I could probably, I mean, I do make money with snow. There's no question. I make, I make money doing snow. But is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth the stress of getting up late night, being out all night, you know, working 12 to 24 hour shifts, you know, is that worth it? Or would it be better to just say, ah, forget it. That 15 grand isn't worth it. Just, you know, relax at home all winter or go drive Uber or, which I don't want to do, or, um, you know, go get a part-time job somewhere, something like that, or should I just plow snow? Because I do, I would need something to do in the winter. I mean, I love to read, so I could read all winter long, but chances are I would be more lazy and I wouldn't do what I need to do. So there's a trade-off. You know, yes, I do make, I do make a little bit of money with the snow removal, but would I be happier not doing it? And I, I really hate doing snow. I really do. I don't like it, but it's a way for me to make money. And it's not a lot of money. You know, a lot of guys out here, they're getting these huge contracts, which I have no idea how they're locking down these $100,000, $200,000 snow removal contracts. I don't understand. I mean, I guess if there's zero tolerance contracts, I can see that. But even then, in my area, that is pretty well unheard of unless it's like a, uh, a hospital. Um, because everyone else around here, they're not worried about zero tolerance for the most part. Doctor's offices... Uh, generally are and I do have a doctor's office um, but it's a very small parking lot it's an independent doctor um, so it's a private practice um, he's not willing to pay a ton uh, but it's such a small lot it doesn't I don't need to charge a lot but I do have to go out there you know and salt when it needs to be salted and it's a very small parking lot so you know it just is what it is I, I just don't have a lot of big parking lots and I don't have two trucks to be able to take on a lot of parking lots and you know to be honest I don't even know how to get these parking lots how do you get them 
Do you just go knock on doors? Which, you know, I don't have time to do. I, I'm solo. So I don't have time to go knock on doors and, or, you know, go introduce myself. All these places are closed on Saturday. Saturday is the only time that I have to go, have to go. You know, I'm working five, six days a week, 10 hours a day. I, I just don't have time to go knock on the doors. And that's tough. That's hard. Uh, you know, so I, I get where Brian is coming from with his pricing. He lives in one of the most wealthy areas in our state and probably in the country. And so he's got, he's in a good spot. He's in a really good spot. There's a lot of housing developments there. There's a lot of housing communities. So he's got a lot of access to route density, a lot of industrial stuff there. Um, there's a lot of industrial stuff there that is close together. And so he can make a killing on the the lots that he wants. And so I, I get that he can price what he prices and people are going for it. Because um, they're in a very densely populated area. My area is, it's not, I mean, it's populated, but most of it is like middle class, like lower, lower middle class for the most part. And so people, there's not a lot of disposable income where I'm at. Um, and it, it just is what it is. And I've, I've accepted that. But if you guys, if you're solo out there and you're thinking about getting into snow, if you have snow in your area, you can make money at it. Like I just said, I make about 15 grand a year and that's not a lot. But for me, that's 12 pushes. Really, that's about 12 pushes um, with driveways and the the three parking lots that I have. And it can be a pain in the butt. But it, it the money is nice. Uh, it, it's good money. And I don't, I don't budget on snow. So snow is over and above everything else. So lawn care, all the lawn care stuff, all the lawns and all that that pays for all the snow equipment and the plow and the, the salter, that's all paid for. The truck is not paid for, but the lawn care business pays for that. So if you're going to get into snow, make sure that you can have paid off equipment because snow equipment, the, the interest rate is much higher on snow equipment and you're going to pay through the nose for it. My V plow, um, it's a eight foot snow x or snowy x v blade and it's a really nice plow uh, i can even get uh, down pressure on it if i want which i might do that this year uh, it's just a modular that you that you purchase and plug it in that's all it is it's built in the down pressure is built in you just have to have the modular to do it um, and so you know i it but the modular is like five six hundred bucks just this little square thing that you plug in that's all it is but it's like five six hundred bucks they know what they're doing right they know what they're doing but anyway the equipment's expensive your time is expensive it's dangerous out here driving it's dangerous it is so 
easy to get in a wreck when you're out here on these roads when it's icy. I have been out in freezing rain and let me tell you, it is sketchy. And it is there, you, you're just one slight mistake driving away from rolling your vehicle, wrecking your vehicle, destroying your plow. I mean, it's it's insane. The, the, the amount of liability that we have in snow is crazy. And, and we, we kind of have to educate people who are looking for snow removal in how much money it actually takes to do snow because I'm telling you what I just got my insurance bill and it's to pay to pay it in full just semi-annually so I pay the same amount twice a year so to pay this this semi-annual payment if I pay it in full or if I split it in two if I split it in two it's 2400 bucks if I don't split it in two it's 2100 bucks it's that's just one payment. I have another payment that comes in the spring. It's like, so I'm paying 4,200 bucks in just in liability insurance, just for me, just for me. If I had an employee, I'd have a whole bunch more insurance that I'd have to get. That's just for me. That's 4,200 bucks. And it's ridiculous, but that's what you have to have if you're going to do snow removal. So I would, if you're solo out there and you're thinking about getting into snow removal, I would say do it in your immediate neighborhood only. Just go knock on doors and use a snow blower. If you want to make some serious cash quick and, and make good money, start out with a snow blower. Just a high-quality snowblower. You're not going to damage really anything that you wouldn't be able to pay out of pocket for. Okay, with a snowplow, I mean, there's so many other things you can peel a, a garage door open like a can with a snowplow. It's so easy to damage property with a snowplow. I would start with a snowblower and just do driveways in your immediate neighborhood. Just go around town. There's another spam call. Um, just go around your town and knock on doors and pick up clients that way. And just blow in your area because you will make way better money doing that than just posting it on your website and going everywhere and every, anywhere. Because my... my I have a pretty big lawn route. I have 52 clients, but they're spread across the entirety of Lansing. And so I have I have specific routes for specific days. So one area, I'll have, let's say, 12 lawns on that particular day. They're all in that area. They're within like a five-mile area. All right? And then I have the next day, I'll be all the way across town doing another area where I have 10 or 12 and they're all within a two mile area. And that's my routes. That's how I have it set up. Um, that's just the way it has worked for me. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of housing communities here. Um, it, Lansing is pretty spread out. We're not all stacked on top of each other like it is in Novi where Brian Fullerton is from. 
I, I just use that as an example because I can picture that in my mind. They're just, they are like packed in there like sardines. Huge houses that are just packed in there. Very small yards with huge houses. It, it, it would be, that's miserable to me. So I wouldn't want to be there anyway, but that's, that's where he's at. And he can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of money in those areas because they have more disposable income. But guys, that's that's my two cents on, on snow removal. Getting snart started in snow removal, if you're a solo operator, just start out with a snowblower. And do that for as long as you can. For as long as you can stand it. And then if, if you're tired of it, either get out or move up to a plow. But and you can get a plow for a like a Ram 1500 or a, a Ford F-150. You can get plows for those, but they're more residential. They're not as well built, but you can make money with them. I That's what I had. That's what I started with after I got out of uh, using a snowblower. Um, I just got a, a straight blade for my Ram 1500, and I made a lot of money with that, just doing driveways. So it is possible it is possible to to make money on a small scale, but you're not going to make a lot of money. Like you hear these guys saying with these a little bit bigger businesses who are saying, you know, man, I just landed a $150,000 contract for snow, just for snow. Uh, to me, that, that's unreal. We don't get that here. I mean, there are some, yes, you get that here, like the malls, you get a mall they're going to have to pay that because it's a huge area. Um, hospitals, they're going to pay that because it's got to be ice-free all the time. Uh, there are some other places that you would get. But by and large, if you go buy a factory parking lot or you go buy um, even fast food places here, like they are sheets of ice for days. They do not pay for, for zero tolerance. They don't. And so that's where the money is made. And the money is made with salt. It's not made with plowing necessarily. It's more with salt. That's where the real money is at. Because people, those zero tolerance lots, they have to have that so that they don't get slip and falls. So if you can get some salting, uh, for me, I charge, this year I'm charging, what is it? 28 29 dollars a bag of salt applied so i buy a bag of salt for like six six or seven bucks uh it's around six bucks um and to haul that around and apply it i charge 29 dollars so there is good money in salt and people have to have it so they will pay for it so I have my doctor's office, they have to have salt. They're zero tolerance. So, well, for the most part, they're zero tolerance. So I salt there. Now, it only takes one or two bags for their little parking lot. So it's not that big of a deal. I don't make a lot of money on that. But um, it's a lot more money than I would have if I didn't salt there. My other two parking lots, they don't do salt. Because one is like a like a uh, ornamental fish uh, supplier, like like uh, aquarium supplies and things like that. 
they don't have zero tolerance. Um, and then my other one is like an investing place. Um, it's like a little business complex building and they don't want zero tolerance either. And they clean their own sidewalks. So people just around here, they're trying to save money any way they can. They're small businesses like I am. So it just is what it is. Um, I make most of my money with the parking lots. Uh, just because they do have to have it plowed and they do have to have it cleared. But, you know, the driveways, there's a limit, you know. there's You can only charge so much for a driveway. So that's where I'm at with the snow removal, guys. I hope this was an interesting episode for you. Um, I've been rambling on here for a little bit now, and it's time to get off here and go inside and get cleaned up. So... Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, anything like that, reach out to me by email. You can email me at lansinglawnservice at gmail.com. That's the place where I'll get it. Um, or you can message me on Facebook. Or you can message me on Instagram. Guys, also, don't forget that if you are interested in doing snow removal, I have 12-month contracts over on the Mowing in the Dark podcast website, uh, just mowinginthedarkpodcast.com. That is a free download. The 12-month contract is a free download. You can get it there. I also have a lawn care client cancellation letter there. Uh, you see a lot of people putting out these price increase letters, but you don't see anybody having a, a customer cancellation letter because sometimes we do have to do that. That is also a free download on the website. So go check it out. You can also listen to the podcast off of the website if you would like to do that. So go check out the Mowing in the Dark podcast.com. And that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>